I'm fucking stoked today. You know why? Because it's Friday. And you know what that... And you know what... And Friday is just so awesome. Because not only is it just fucking Friday, but... For some reason, the commute is always short on Friday. They're putting me at... 58 minutes, knock on wood. 58 minutes! I'm living at 6.15 right now. 58 minutes, can you imagine that? Less than an hour. Man. I don't know why Friday is so fucking awesome. Why do people, why is the commute so low on Friday? I have no idea why. I wish... I wish that, that it was like this yesterday. I mean, Friday is just so awesome that I feel like it should spread the wealth of how great it is. You know, the thing... I don't know if it's like a thing that is like... Just for me... Or it's just people in general. But for me personally. I like to have. Stability. Over ups and downs. You know. I like. I would rather have. 70. Than 60 and 80. Because I feel like while the ups are so so while the ups are good, the downs are just so bad. So what I'm ref- referring to is just like in my life emotions. In the sense that I like going on vacation and everything. But when you come back from vacation, it just sucks so much. And I guess for vacation, I like, I mean, I need to take that as much as I can because I want to travel and shit. But like the weekends, right? I don't know if I talked about this, but I really hate Sunday. Because of Because it's the day before Monday And in fact I like Friday more than I like Saturday Because Because I like Friday so much Because the day after Friday is Saturday And the day after Saturday is Sunday I know that this is all common fucking sense But after Saturday comes Sunday, and then you know that sun after after Sunday comes Monday. So there's no. But if you go for Friday, right? Then you really have that. 
you really have that uh, that two day like tonight right if I go out hard I have Saturday to recover and then I still have Sunday like I still there's just so much opportunity in the distance but on Saturday if I go out hard I'm just fucked up Sunday and then I have to start work on Monday so it's not as fun and second for and so Friday is definitely my favorite day by far and the second reason why is so you have to still work on Friday right but I feel like the work so maybe I'm a fucking hypocrite because uh, the the me talking about ups and downs and shit but I feel like when I work it makes the time that I'm not working better so like Saturday sometimes like I'm busy and shit and I don't feel as productive like if I just wake up if I and play like video games or something, I'll feel like I fucking wasted my day on Saturday. But if I wake up, I mean, if I just go home from work on Friday and play video games, I won't feel like I wasted my day and I'll enjoy the playing of the video games because I feel like I earned it because I had work that whole day. So I basically feel like I could do whatever without feeling guilty when I come back home on Friday. As opposed to... Saturday where I have to, like, create stuff for me to do, for me to feel that no feeling of guilt. That's not but yeah. Well, this is a much more positive podcast than yesterday's podcast. Yesterday was a bitter podcast. And of course, you know, like the fucking objectifying podcast, right? I came at it the first day at one opinion, then the second day I bring the second opinion. So, with regard to working hard and not feeling sorry for people, like I said, I didn't, I don't feel sorry for people, other people. But at the same time, I understand that tons of, there's many people out there who don't feel sorry for me. Like I said, the truck driver. Me bitching about this commute is just like, what the fuck? You don't know anything about driving. Like, you don't know what it's like to drive long distances or have it hard. Like I said, or the guy who's the fucking steel worker. Like, I know that I can't complain to those people because what they're doing is a lot harder than me. 
So then, what am I? So then, if I'm if I'm in that position of people who are doing less work for them, yet complaining, then hmm, that's interesting. I guess it's comparative. I mean, I guess it's... So, while my work is definitely less difficult than a steel worker's, in some respect, in some respects, it's still not easy in that I have to, the hours that it takes out of me. Like, I may work more hours than a steel worker. It's actually fairly likely that that's true. Because I doubt that they work for that long. I guess considering, so... If they work an equal amount of hours... I guess it's the stress. Stress plus hours. And I guess there's thresholds. So if you're working, if you're working nine to five, or like 40 hours a week, that's pretty good for, for hours. Like that's, a, that's a, that's, that's like a really good amount of time of working. You can definitely have a life outside of your work and work nine to five. Or, or just like, is it nine to five? Four, yeah, four. Yeah, that's eight hours a day, one hour of lunch. And if I work nine to five, I would have so much free time, I, I wouldn't even know what to do with myself. I'd have to pick up a second hobby or something, or something like something else that I'm doing. And then if you're working 50 hours a week, that means you're dumping an extra two hours on top of that. So that's like nine to seven. And then 60 hours a week, nine to nine. I guess those 40, 50, 60 are big, are big increments. Those extra two hours a day is a lot. So can you break down the difficulty of the work and then you coupled it by the, what type of work it is, I guess. I think, though, like everything, the gap from 40 to 50 is not as big as the gap from 50. No, the gap from 50 to 60 is not as big as the gap from 40 to 50. 
just mathematically speaking, it's not as big. I don't know. My point is just on a recap on the last episode. I understand that there's that for that there's a lot that the people who can complain to the people can't complain up. So then I guess if you there's always somebody who's working harder than you, right? So does that mean you can never complain about it? Well, I think the thing is, complaining in general is not very useful. Like, you shouldn't be... Like, complaining in general... Like, like I bitch and moan about my work. But I don't think it's that useful for me to do it. Because I guess, though, people have to vent, you know? People have to vent and get it out. Because like I, like I talked about before, you don't want to bottle that shit up. You have to let it out. And that's the thing, like, if I wasn't doing this podcast, I would probably bottle it up more. And then that's just not good for me. But the problem is that guys, I think guys in general just bottle things up because that's what we've been trained to do. Like, I haven't... I don't remember the last time I cried. I think I was a kid. I don't know. I don't cry. I never... Like, that's just... That's just something that I don't do. And I think to some degree... It's probably good to cry... But I, like, it's, it's, like, I think women, like, women cry all the time, and they enjoy the feeling of crying. Like, they feel a lot better after that. But I just don't, like, I don't know. I think for men, it's, you're not, you're not, you're not supposed to cry. You've been trained to not cry. I remember when I was a kid. And I got in trouble. And like if I started to cry, my dad would be like, do you want me to really give you something to cry about? And I would just shut up. Because I knew what that meant. I knew what that meant. But it makes... So... Like this type of attitude, it definitely makes you tougher, right? The not crying, the not having emotions and shit like that, it makes you tougher. But it also just makes you like miss part of like a very human aspect of a person, like being in touch with their emotions more. Maybe that's why 
I feel like men more than women appreciate the solid the solitude because at least during that time it can be more like you could you could be more in tune with what your emotions or what you your thinking are because then you're not showing it to anybody because i think it's not as much that you can't have emotions as a man. It's that you can't show your emotions. At least that's the old school way of thinking. Now, now I don't know. I, I think now, like, it's this line between men and women is, like, getting more and more blurred. So, you don't, you don't have to be like that anymore. And frankly, I, I bet it's better for men. Because I think this, bo- this bottling and this not showing of emotions is fucking killing the men. I'm I bet this is why they die earlier. Like they have a they have a lower life expectancy because of the bottling and the not showing your emotions. Now, for me, I even though I know this, right? Even though I'm aware of this, I don't think I could change. And I don't think I really want to change because I don't know. I just can't. So if I was more in touch with my emotions and I cried, like if I was upset about stuff, I cried. And it increased my life. Like my longevity What would the negatives be of this Well One thing is I'm pretty sure Among my age group and older The people would be very Well the thing is I don't have to do it in front of those people But still I think it's still frowned upon The second thing is Would it make me... So that this is the thing that I feel like it happens. Like, in a relationship, when you're in a relationship, or, like, you're a part of a team. So I guess that's the difference between being a girlfriend, boyfriend, and then, like, being married. Girlfriend, boyfriend is, like, testing, right? You're not... You're just seeing what's going on with this person. You're like... You're still doing your own thing. But you're... But when you get married... And that's why they call that, like... That person your partner, right? Because that person is like your partner. What you're committing to... So... I think that's something that people don't think about. (laughs) And it's a crazy way... And I think it's actually a more old school way of thinking. And I guess it's not very romantic at all. And I didn't think about it. But what people don't think about is when you get married, you're choosing your partner for life, right? And that people just, of course, say, oh, yeah, I know that. But it's no, it's not just like, oh, I'm choosing my partner for life. This person is like your business partner, in essence. Because you 
now are on the same team in life. So everything you do together, you need to work in concert. Like splitting up the household stuff, doing all that stuff. That's, and if you choose a bad partner, a bad business, so, so I know it's not romantic, but that's the advice I guess I would give to a young person. Of course, you want all that romantic, touchy-feely stuff and shit like that. But when you choose somebody, look at them as a business partner. Because that's what they're going to be. Like, you guys are going to split everything that you do. Unless, I guess, you pick, like, a fucking, like, trophy wife, trophy husband type of deal. But then that's, like, that's not, like, really getting married to somebody. That's, like, getting... That's not, like, a... That's, like, more of just, like, okay. What is the... What is the purpose of that? I think if you're... If you're really getting married and you're really trying to do it right... You... See, that's the thing. Like, it's... It's actually more romantic to choose a person based on this partnership idea than it is than it is to just choose someone based off of this looks thing. Like the partnership thing is very crucial. Man, I don't even know how I, how I got fucking here on this tangent. Trying to backtrack and try to remember like all the shit I was talking about, but oh, yeah, okay, stepping it back. So I say it's like a partnership because in a partnership you can't have, and if you're just two, like if you're if you're in a team bigger than two, you can have more, of course. But if you're just two, you can't have two emotional people. It doesn't, like, then, then your decisions are not, then you won't be making good decisions. You have to have someone who's more grounded to, like, pull back and things and to be more level-headed. But you still need the person that has the passion, too, because... You need that person to, like, to push things forward a lot of times. So that's that's a good thing to do, like, I guess. If you're choosing someone, and, you, and if you're a more passionate person, you should look for a person who's more grounded. And if you're a more grounded person, you should look for a person who's more passionate. Because that, that makes for a good team. Because a grounded person isn't going to... They're not going to push you to do more new and fun and interesting things in life. And that's good to have that. Like, it's good to have that person because, you know, you want to you wanna try more things in life. Because it's short and there's a lot of stuff you want to do. But at the same time, you just can't be, like, all crazy all the fucking time. You know, you have to have some sense of reality of what the real situation is like. So you need that grounded person. And of course, when you have these two types of people, there's going to be conflict. Because the grounded person's holding back the person who's going, who's pushing it too far, right? 
and the person who's pushing it too far is trying to pull the grounded person and so there will be conflict but I think in terms of life experience you will have a better life because of it like if you're too passionate people and like you're doing that and you're like doing all this stuff things are going to get too crazy and you're not going to be ready for the the later part of your life right you're going to have fucked it up too much while you're young and if you're too much of the grounded person you're going to have missed out on a lot of things that you could have done in your life your life experience will be less complete now ideally you you there both you and your partner no matter who it is have both a little bit of both they have a little bit of grounded and a little bit of passion right you you're doing you because you don't want to be a person who's just fucking all the like very grounded or persons of who's fucking like 100% passionate and stuff like that because that is just not good like then you're just too extreme on one side of on on certain sides of the issue you would ideally like for both people to have both of them that little that reality check and that um, that sense of like doing things like living in the moment but ideally the person you choose has more of one thing than the other I think well actually I don't know if you're both balanced right at 50-50 or like 60-40 then you could I guess you don't need to have that that person but I think it I think it is good to have someone who has a little bit more because it'll just push you to do it'll just push pull you in a different direction and I think when you get pulled in a different direction that's when you that's when you grow so even if the people are like this guy's 60-40 grounded passionate and this girl or guy is like 60-40 passionate grounded that's good because it'll help pull the person and they'll start to learn more even though it does come with a little bit of conflict and my whole point of fucking talking about this is saying that in general the like stereotypical thing is for men to be more of like that emotionless thing and you need that because when you get hit by shit you need someone to be more of a rock right like more of a person that can deal with like the burdens that your team will go through like if you're in a crisis situation whether it be like crisis like a dangerous situation or crisis like a financial situation can't have someone who's just super emotional about it because then they're gonna fucking 
make a bad decision. You need somebody who is who is more risk adverse to get you through the, that hard time. Like if someone breaks into your fucking house, you can't both be fucking screaming. That's not gonna. That's not gonna solve anything. So that's why I think that men from a from a young age are trained to do that because at least one person has to be like that. But I'm sure there's many ladies now that are like getting more like that, which is good too. I mean, it, it, it takes a little bit of the burden off. But yeah, I think... So this, this all came back from a recap of the last episode, I guess, where I was just talking about complaining. Where I was just complaining and I was just saying that you got to work hard and stuff. But then I realized, you know, there's always people who work harder than you. So can you never complain? I guess the answer is no, that's not true. Or is it true? I think complaining is good. But to some degree, in the the sense of venting. But I think sometimes, like I said, like for me... When, when things happen, like your empathy, when you're doing something, your empathy level just drops so low. But, and so, but for the people who work, like all the, la- the laborers out there, I bet their empathy level is very low as well. So I don't know. I don't know. I guess, though, it comes down to, like, if you're doing all this work and stuff, asking for, like, a handout. Yeah, this guy's weaving like crazy. I don't know. I'm over that topic. Maybe I'll come back to it another time. But, yeah. So. So. Right now I cleaned up my docket for all the small stuff. So I just have big stuff to work on now. Which is pretty awesome. The work has gotten... As a really smoothed out a lot from the staying till 10 o'clock at night at work and shit it's becoming a lot more sustainable which is great I'm loving it I'm loving it oh 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 
So I bought some stuff recently. Now, I don't buy a lot of stuff. I actually don't have that much. I have a lot of stuff, but I don't think that's because I buy stuff. A lot of things, I think it's because I don't get rid of a lot of stuff. Like there has to be a really good reason for me to get rid of it. Or else, in general, I won't get rid of something that I bought. But I think that's because when I purchase things, I think very hard about my purchases. So I put up the work up front. So I don't want to get rid of it because, you know, I, I thought about it. Uh, I got a call at that time. But fucking got to turn soon into Gladys right now. My favorite getting into that Gladys Gladys but yeah I was talking about my purchases so yeah I usually think so you know how that Marie Kondo shit is like really popular now about that like sparks joy type of stuff well before even watching Marie Kondo I had that attitude towards purchasing things like, I would only buy something if it was, um, if it gave me that kind of, like, sparks joy thing. If I found it, I was just like, this is the, this is the fucking thing I want to get. Unless it was something that was necessary. Like, if I had to buy, like, fucking clothes for work or something, I didn't really have that attitude. Or some type of electronic that I needed. I didn't really have that attitude. But anyway, so the two items I bought yesterday, one are shower slippers. Because, like I said, I'm going to the gym every day and it's fucking gross. So, in the showers, so you gotta wear the fucking slippers. The problem is, I have these older slippers. That fucking like absorb the water. I don't understand what's going on with them. So I got these other slippers that have some holes in them. So hopefully that it'll just dry out quicker. So that's the first thing. And they're under armor. It's like I think it was like fifteen bucks. Bum 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 bum. And then the second thing I got is this hand massager. Now, again, like I said, this is not as much of a 
this is more it's not like a necessity item but it's more of like I'm choosing an item that has a purpose and like that I need to help me out so it's less of a sparks joy type of thing but it got good reviews and those fucking lightning deals I was just gonna look at it and look more into it but there was a lightning deal for it so it was originally at a hundred there's a lightning deal for it that brought it down to 65 and there and then there was an instant $15 coupon so it went from a hundred to 50 bucks this guy so so that was a pretty a pretty easy buy for me all right fucking on 8th street on 8th street oh yeah so as I explained in the last episode I think that even though I need to turn right a mile is such a long time to turn right in so I'm going to try to just stick in the left lane for as long as possible what the fuck is this bus doing what the fuck is what the fuck is this bus doing? Man, it's so nice today. The sun's out. My commute was fucking amazing. It's just it's a good day. It's a good day. Ba 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 ba. And you know what? I'm going to get my fucking coffee bean. Because it's Friday. And Friday is coffee bean day for me. I'm fucking stoked about that. Stoked off the yolks. So yeah. When that... I think I'm going to get... I think... Because it's over like 25 or something dollars I get one day delivery on that so I'll let you guys know how it is because I got this other massager oh boy that massager is fucking awesome it's this one that goes over your shoulder and like you kind of pull down so you could get some really good some really good fucking pressure into your back and the reason why I saw it was I saw LeBron using it on a plane in a video of Richard Jefferson making fun of him when they were both on the cabs. And Richard Jefferson's just like, that thing is, thing's garbage. But the thing is, Richard Jefferson, if LeBron is doing something, it must be good. Because LeBron is like a peak fucking physical condition. That dude is, that dude is, he also does this thing that I would like to do, which is like these like fucking mountain climbing exercises that look really fucking intense. 
so I would like to do that as well. And but when I got the massager, it was fucking awesome. And so, but that was LeBron. That was from LeBron. So I can't, I can't, I can't say that I, I know it as much as LeBron for this hand massager. That was the local parking dude. He's pretty cool. It was tries to get me in the parts where I don't have to give him the keys. Alright, well, I'm here now and I made it. It's fucking early and I'm so happy. So I hope everybody has a fucking awesome Friday. It's fucking Friday. We did it. We made it. We went to distance. We went to distance. Round 19. All right. Well, I hope everybody has a fucking awesome Friday. Um, hope you crush it on the today and on the weekend. And and yeah, I hope you uh, fucking have a great weekend. If you have any questions or anything or comments, leave a fucking comment on the whatever podcast site you're listening to or the Instagram handle, the LA Commute. All right. Hope you have a great one. Catch you guys later.